I am about to take the ferry to Staten Island and go to something called the Kreischer Mansion. I've basically been invited out here by uh, someone I've never met, a woman I've only texted with. God, this is sounding like a terrible plan. <laughs> oh crap, it's time to go. And I gotta get on the ferry. Hang on. Okay, <laughs> on the ferry. I'm Dylan Thuris, and this is Atlas Obscura, a celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. And today, I'm going to the Kreischer Mansion on Staten Island to visit the house, find out what happened there, <laughs> and figure out what this is all about. Ay ay what did I get myself into? If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies west. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. So a few years ago, Atlas Obscura received a tip uh, about this house called the Kreischer Mansion. The email said the house had this amazing backstory with ghosts and mafia and movie stars. And nothing really ever came of it, but it always stuck with me. And a few weeks ago, we got another message from the same person. It said, do you want to go on a field trip? Signed by Ezzy. An invitation from a stranger to a decrepit, spooky Staten Island mansion. Uh, yes, please. <laughs> and so I found myself on a rainy afternoon taking the ferry to a car to the west end of Staten Island. Not to meet Ezzy, but to meet a guy that she said would let me into the house. Okay, I just got out of the car. <laughs> I just got out of the car. And I am here 
And man, there's like a little mini mall across the street, uh, like New York City Transit bus depot next to it. And then all by itself in, in the middle of a big lawn is what honestly looks like the Adams Family Mansion. <laughs> oh, and that is the sound of sh- shooting. <laughs> hmm. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. Hang on. Is there a shooting range nearby? Yeah, behind. Oh, behind. Yeah, okay. Going, right? Got it. Got it. Hey, how you doing? All right. Good, 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 good. Nice to, my, uh, nice to see you. Thanks. Mike is a New York native. First Brooklyn, then Staten Island. You know what? From where I've been, I'm 56. I grew up amongst it, right on West 3rd and Avenue P in Bensonhurst. Yeah. I had a store on 20th Avenue. I was surrounded by the four families. Yeah. There ain't nothing that scares me. <laughs> believe me, believe me, believe me. Nothing is zero, there's zero, yeah, because yeah. I just lived it. Yeah. I'm Michael Santangelo. I'm with Robert at the Fakla Realty. I'm a broker, um, and I have the property listed for sale right now for 7499000 Sitting on over four acres of property, the Kreischer Mansion is big. It's two and a half stories tall. It's got 15 rooms. It's covered in fancy woodwork all over the outside, and it has this octagonal tower topped in a witch's hat-shaped roof. So now we're in, what is this room that's got a big chandelier in it? uh, I guess, uh, like, a living room? Okay. I'm looking for where the lights are. I haven't been in there Yeah, it's pretty dark in here. (laughs) For the last few years, the mansion's been used to host haunted houses. And as Mike took me around, the house was littered with these bloody mannequins and and fake dismembered body parts. More more spooky mannequins, big skull. (laughs) This is a bathroom. Well, this, I guess, is all his props and stuff like that. Yeah. The house definitely has a spooky vibe to it. The paint is peeling, the walls are crumbling in places, but the woodwork is incredibly ornate, and some rooms have this lavish leather wallpaper. It's hard not to appreciate what this house must have once been like. And it's been used as a film set for everything from Boardwalk Empire to the show Bones, and you can definitely see why. Or it's got like, I don't know, it's been yeah. around a long time. Yeah. It's uh, around since the 1800s. It's a historical landmark uh, prop uh, piece. Yeah. Should be turned into a museum. I mean, it's beautiful. Uh, it's beautiful in here. Yeah. It's incredible. Restored back, you know? When the Kreischer Mansion was built back in 1885, this western part of Staten Island was still pretty much a verdant landscape, far from the city. On a gentle hilltop, Balthazar Kreischer built two identical mansions for his two sons, Edward and Charles Kreischer. And it was really a kind of American success story. Balthazar was an immigrant who made a fortune selling fireproof bricks to New York City. 
And Balthazar moved to this part of Staten Island for access to the clay mines and because he kind of wanted to make his own town. He was so influential, the entire area was called Kreischerville. Balthazar died in 1886, but left his sons with these grand mansions, his legacy. But then tragedy struck. Less than 10 years later, Edward died by suicide. And then after that, his brother Charles's mansion burned down in the 1930s. And it left Edward's house standing alone as the surrounding area was developed into industry. The tragedy also left the property with a kind of reputation. It's supposedly haunted, uh-huh. and uh, somebody was murdered in there. Okay. Seven bedrooms, three bathrooms, one murder. What did happen here? What, you said there's a mur- there was a murder that happened here. What happened? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know exactly what happened. I know yeah. somebody was murdered on, and it was old years ago. But he, um, the families, like a mob. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I had a feeling that Mike did know what had happened here, but was more comfortable reading the story off his phone than putting it into his own words. Things got even more grisly in 2005 when the property's caretaker, who also happened to be a hitman for the mob. Murdered right. mafioso Rob, Robert McCalvey right. in the mansion and burned his body in the basement. Yikes. Yikes is right. In 2005, the caretaker of the Kreischer mansion, a guy named Joseph Young, or Joe Black as he was called, lured another mobster named Robert McKelvey to the mansion. McKelvey was stabbed, strangled, and drowned in a little reflecting pool in front of the house, before being dismembered and disposed of in the basement furnace. So, a suicide, a fire, a murder. It's not hard to imagine why the house developed a reputation as being cursed. So the cursed mansion. (laughs) That's Ezi Yamtovian. She's the daughter of Isaac Yamtovian, who's owned the Chrysler Mansion for over 21 years. And Ezi's the one who sent the tips in and wanted me to come to the house in the first place. Why did you want to uh, show me the house? This is, my dad has been involved in that property since I was in high school. Like, oh, okay, yeah. Probably 98-ish. So it's been in the background of my life for a very long time. And all that time... Ezzy's dad has wanted to restore the mansion, to develop it and the surrounding property into a series of elderly retirement homes. That was the dream anyway, but it hasn't happened. And so for the last 21 years, the house has been mostly empty, falling further into disrepair. Everyone thinks they see ghosts there. Mm. Um, That's the ghost story. So I don't know how much of this is real, Dylan, how Hmm. Katie wants sons was having an affair with the other son's wife or something and like so he burned the house down and killed the son and there's the ghost of the wife and the chef and a kid died and that's the ghost story the mafia thing i mean that's real yeah (laughs) that is real and documented i i remember in high school our dad was like hey these guys i'm working with want to buy you girls a car um Hmm. That was like the first hint of it. And then I remember being home um, and the FBI called him 
because they, like, found body remains in the radiator. For Ezzy, none of that is even why she calls it the Cursed Mansion. You uh, you called it the Cursed House or something like that a second ago. I mean, what do you think about that? Well, for me, because it sort of has messed my relationship up with my dad. The, the problem between me and my dad is he's been sitting on this property for a million years wanting to do one thing with it. And he, I'm like thinking outside the box and he's not into it. And we've had a lot of disagreements over it um, to the point where I just, I can't, like, I can't with him. And in that way, I think he sort of, I shouldn't say it, but um, dug his own grave in terms of why the property is sitting in in the state that it's in. It's obviously, it's a property that anyone who sees really almost no matter what your intention is going to maybe gravitate towards, right? It is interesting. It stands out. It's like, I swear, it's like. I kind of have felt that way too. Like even reporting this story, like going out there was a very, it was a strange experience. Some sort of documentary, like documenting this crazy town story. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. First, Balthazar and his sons. Now, Ezzy and her father, Isaac. The Kreischer Mansion seemed to have a way of causing trouble for all those who dreamed of giving it a grand future. I began to wonder if after all these years, Ezzy's father Isaac felt the same way. You've you've had this house for 20 years now. You know, does it feel cursed? First of all, I had the house for 21 years. (laughs) Secondly, I don't blame the house I think the system, I don't believe the house is cursed. I believe that the system is uh, unfair. Isaac blames the red tape, the bureaucrats, and kind of human beings more generally for holding back his dream of turning this surrounding property into retirement homes and making the Kreischer Mansion the central gathering place. It's human behavior that causes all of the things that history that has happened. I think one of the reasons that uh, Ezzy kind of described it this way is she, she said that the, 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 the Kreischer mansion had kind of come between the two of you, that it had sort of uh, messed with your relationship. It's just the human relationship, father and daughter, that uh, we have our differences. I love my daughter, and uh, I hope that... Uh, Things will get better in the near future. Hmm. Do you think selling the mansion would, would help that, or do you think it wouldn't make a difference? Well, I don't know. I'm glad I followed up on Ezzy's invitation out to the Kreischer Mansion. The house is incredible. It's a sight to behold. But I can also see why Ezzy calls it cursed. You know, a haunted house is all about its past, but a curse reaches out into the future. You can see the promise, the potential for the place to be great, always hovering just over the horizon, waiting for the string of bad luck to finally break. 
And I hope that one day they will realize that during these 21 years, uh, it has been hard and it has been uh, a drain financially, emotionally, and everything else is uh, dark history. Uh, but uh, I don't blame the house. I think uh, basically uh, when it will be totally uh, restored and renovated, the whole history will be uh, something that will enrich the use of the house rather than making it uh, cursed. For just $7.4 million, the Kreischer Mansion is all yours. Special thanks to Chichi Onayaka for all of her work on this episode. Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs. The production team includes Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Willis Ryder-Arnold, Sarah Wyman, Manolo Morales, Chinanya Onike, Maddie Weinberg, Camille Mojica, Tracy Samuelson, John Delore, Peter Clowney. Our technical director is Casey Holford. This episode was mixed by Luce Fleming. And our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tindall. I'm Dylan Thuris, wishing you all the wonder in the world. I'll see you next time. Witness Docs from Stitcher.